A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story of a frustrated micromanager. Our first story of the day is, my coworker wanted to micromanage me and didn't like that I talked back, so he reported me to our director. For a bit of context, I, 25-year-old female, work as part of the sanitization department for a hospital. We have multiple different positions, most of which work on upkeeping the cleanliness of the general areas of the hospital. This, as well as making sure patient rooms and other utilized areas are sanitized regularly to ensure patients and staff are protected as much as possible from any sort of environmental threats. We take out trash from nurses' stations, patient rooms, replace linen, clean the hallways and floors, as well as clean bathrooms daily. I started working about a year before the start of the pandemic, and as such, a lot of our processes have, as you can guess, changed and been more intense since. Our supervisors often come around to each floor to make sure everyone in our department is working properly and being diligent about their cleanings. My position was what we call a float worker. Essentially, I've been trained in every area and will be assigned to cover people who call in sick, are on their days off, or on vacation. This comes with a lot of hurdles, such as trying to remember what order everything needs to be done in in every area. We've got approximately nearly 30 different areas. So sometimes I need to ask our supervisors for a quick refresh on things that need to be accomplished over the day, if I don't feel comfortable with my memory of the area. The downside to my position is I won't know until I show up to work where I'll be for the day. I don't mind this as it allows me to see a vast amount of the hospital and build a rapport with nursing staff and doctors all around. Usually, if I'm covering for someone's vacation or time off, I'll know ahead of time as my posted schedule will have me in their position for that time. Now, on to the story. About a year and a half ago, I was scheduled to cover one of our guys who works in the operating room, or OR for short, for about a month. For a little more context here, our OR team consists of four people. One person comes in at six, my position which came in at eight, and two other positions that come in at nine and eleven. Now, I didn't mind this, as I was well acquainted with the staff there, and the area in general, since for a while I was set to cover the same person at least twice a week at the beginning of the pandemic. On top of that, working for the OR usually came with a fair bit of free time, since there wasn't a whole lot to do other than ready the room for the next patient that would be coming through, and the stuff you were assigned to do other than those rooms were usually finished before your first break anyway. There was one downside, Steve. 56-year-old male. Steve was our afternoon guy. He came in at 11 and ended shift usually at 7.30, but later if the OR dictated it, he's a scumbag, the sort of person who thinks LGBT people are just mentally ill and has told me at least twice that I'm not built for working and that I should be in the kitchen, at home, preparing dinner for my husband. I am a very open lesbian and he refuses to accept it. This paired with him being the epitome of a teacher's pet. You did something just a little too slow? He called our supervisors. Overrun with work and you couldn't get your secondary tasks right away? He called our supervisors. 
went to your break just a little bit late because a patient finished surgery five minutes before you were supposed to sit down and relax for a tiny bit? Well, you can guess what he would do. Steve was the reason not a lot of people like to learn how to work the positions in the OR. If the constant calling of supervisors wasn't enough, which trust me, it is for most people, he would insist on commenting on how you did things, try to teach you better ways of cleaning if you weren't being absolutely efficient. He would harass people constantly, especially the women, asking them if they had done this or that, and most of all, he loved to try and boss everyone from our department around. Our other OR guys have gotten used to this by now and just ignore him for the most part, but I, on the other hand, love to take the piss out of him sometimes just because it's fun. The first week of my month-long stint in the OR went without a most of a problem with Steve, as I'm normally very diligent about my work anyway, so I don't leave stuff too long to give him any reason to talk to me. The second week is where the malicious compliance truly takes place. It was one of the busiest weeks of the OR for the year. We would normally average just under 35 cases a day in our 10-room OR. This week, we averaged 52 a day. Cases were concluding in record time, as the nurses and doctors wanted to get the heck out of Dodge before any extra cases could be added on. This meant that our little team of four, myself, Steve, and two other guys, were cleaning a room right in time to then clean another room. This was the most stressed I'd seen any of these guys be, but Steve was worst of all. At around noon, rooms were coming out, and our early shift guy had just come back from his lunch which she had to take an hour and a half late because of all the cases. We cut through the two rooms we had left, and I made a quick round of my area to make sure things weren't in shambles before I started to plan on heading to lunch. My area was as tip-top as it could be, so I checked the board before letting the guys know I was heading to lunch since we had some free time before more cases came out. Everyone was okay with this, except for Steve, surprisingly. He stopped me, and this was the back and forth that ensued. Steve said, wait, have you checked your sinks? I said, yes, scrubbed them before the morning rush. How about your trash cans? I said, my god, yes, I've checked them. One of them is half full, but I don't see half an hour making that full. Now can I go? I don't want to leave. What about your hallways? Did you dust them? Yes, I did. Now please leave me alone. I need to get to lunch before. How about your high dusting? Did you get... Steve, I'm going to ask you once and only once... Mind your darn business and worry about your own area. And with that, I walked away. Steve very much did not like that at all. I was 10 minutes into my lunch in the OR's break room, halfway through my food, when our department director walked in. She walked over to me, tapped me on the shoulder, I had earbuds in watching an episode of anime I'd missed over the weekend, and told me to meet her in our office after our lunch. I asked her what it was about, and she told me we'd talk about it when I got down there. I was pissed to say the least. I knew that little rat had probably told our director that I'd hit him or something, and that he was going to use my little outburst as a threat that caused him undue mental harm, and that he didn't feel comfortable working around me if I was going to act like that. Mind you, I'm a 5'4", 130-pound woman who was as sweet as pie, and Steve is 6'3", and probably 230 pounds. As I was finishing my food and watching my episode, I peeked at the monitor on the wall that kept track of patients coming into the room and leaving. Every single room was currently closing up their cases, which meant that my OR team was about to get freaking rocked. I panicked for a moment, then I had remembered what had happened with Steve, and I couldn't help myself from laughing a little bit. 
cue the sweet, sweet malicious compliance. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I put my lunch bag away with the other bags in the back of the break room, took the last sip of my soda as I tossed it, and walked out with a grin on my face. On my way to the elevators, I saw they had only done one room so far, and judging on that, I assumed it would probably take them another hour and a half to get everything finished for the rooms. Steve saw me on my way out and stopped me. OP, get your hairnet on, we have nine other rooms that need to get cleaned. I said, oh, I'm so sorry, Steve. I was asked to come down to the office by our director. She had something she wanted to discuss with me and told me I had to come immediately after my lunch and to not worry about th- Steve says, but we're getting overrun with work. I said, I don't see how that's currently my issue. If I don't talk with her, I might get fired for insubordination. So good luck. I'll try to be as fast as I can and smiled as I turned away. I got down to our office and the director is sitting with one of our HR representatives. She motions me to close the door and sit down, so I do. Surprise, surprise, she pulled me in to talk about the fact that someone, of which she couldn't technically name, but everyone knew who was being talked about, came to her with a complaint about a hostile encounter in which I made the person feel uncomfortable. I laughed a little bit and told them what had happened from my point of view. The director just kind of put her head in her hands and the HR rep had to stifle a chuckle. It got quiet for a few moments, so I asked if I was going to lose my job over this. Our director said that originally it was going to be a strike on my record, and some disciplinary actions, such as taking some online courses about de-escalation of conflict and hostile work environments, as well as an in-service about what to do when a coworker and you don't agree on something. But after hearing my side of the story, along with the plethora of other reports made by Steve about people in the department, She said she realized that she probably shouldn't have gotten HR involved until she heard my side of things, and dismissed both the rep and myself. As I walked after the rep, I remember those times he looked down on me for being a woman. Instead of heading back upstairs to the crap show that awaited me, I closed the door, turned back around and sat down. She looked up from her laptop, sighed and asked what I needed. I just smiled and said, I'd like to lodge a complaint about Steve. She stared at me for a few moments and then asked me to detail my complaint. Here's the list of things I'd gotten her to put into this complaint. Micromanagement of peers, creating a hostile workspace, unnecessary reporting of coworkers, bullying, misogyny, discrimination of LGBT coworkers, sexual misconduct, once told me I like other women because you didn't have a guy who could freak you good enough, 
After going through the list, providing examples and approximate dates for said examples, my director just kind of shook her head and put her fingers up to her temple. I looked at her and just said, bad day to be Steve? And she nodded, yeah, bad day to be Steve. You can head back to work, I'll talk to him before I leave for the day. I left the office, headed back up to the OR a whopping hour later, and our OR team looked freaking dreadful. Even our morning guy who was in his mid-thirties and has been doing this upwards of a decade was looking rough. They finished all the rooms. Impressive. They all looked at me, and Steve was the first to say anything. Took you long enough, witch. Where were you? I said, oh, don't worry, you'll find out soon enough. My meeting with the director went well. Morning guy said, what happened? I said, oh, well, someone complained about me being aggressive, and it ended up turning into a conversation that would definitely eliminate the hostile work environment that was created here. Steve smiling said, good. Last thing we need is someone to feel uncomfortable up here. I said, oh, of course, Steve. Wouldn't want anyone to feel attacked or anything, right? Also, Steve, I had a question for you. Have you checked your break room yet? Last I saw, the trash was overflowing onto the floor. Steve left in a panic, and the other three of us laughed. The fallout? Now, so far it might seem like this belongs on nuclear revenge, but sadly the fallout wasn't what I was hoping, but it was still sweet to hear. I was informed from our director about what had happened with Steve. Since I was the person who levied the complaint, I was entitled to hear about any actions taken to correct what I had complained about in an attempt to let me see that action was taken on my behalf. She said he would have been outright fired if I wasn't the only one who levied these complaints. While they took it seriously regardless, without other women stepping forward to say anything, they couldn't fire him off my complaints alone. That being said, Steve was still reprimanded hard and was slapped with two strikes. Three strikes gets you fired. And a year worth of online learnings and in-service trainings for things such as discrimination, misogynistic reform, LGBT learnings, etc. He was also told if it was reported he said anything close to what he said to me again, he would be fired and blacklisted from hospitals in the state. In good news, since then I've become a lead for our day shift. While I maintained my float status, covering people who were sick and whatnot, I did gain more dollars an hour, some leadership responsibilities, and most important of all, a fancy title to tell Steve to freak off with. So in this situation, don't you guys think that OP should have gone around to other women in the workplace who almost certainly experienced some similar levels of honestly harassment, misogyny, or any of the other complaints that OP levied against Steve against them and urge them to step forward at this point too? Or would you guys say that considering all of the learnings that they have to sit through all the trainings as well a year's worth for all of the things that they did bad? Is that enough revenge on Steve? Or does this guy who acted like this deserve to just be outright blacklisted from the hospitals in that area? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. That said, our next story is... Happy birthday! I'm a twin. When we were about 12 years old, our mom told us we have to get each other birthday presents, which we've never done before. We secretly agreed to get each other a card with $100 in it. At this age... A hundred dollars was a lot of money. I don't even know why we had it. Saved allowances, maybe? 
We both acted excessively surprised and thankful when we both opened them at the same time. Mom sighed and chuckled and never asked again. Honestly, I appreciate the intention the mom had here, you know, get your brother something nice. I mean, it depends how close the twin brothers are, but like, they might already just have whatever they like. Personally, I'm a notoriously hard person to find a gift for because I feel like if there's anything I want, I usually go out of my way to make sure I already have it. And anything that I do want that I don't have is going to be like $300 or something. Obviously, it doesn't matter here because their $100 exchange was a total wash of money. But honestly, if I got a $100 gift card versus $100 in whatever gifts, I'd definitely much prefer the gift card. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.